Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, what do you do as a child when the troublemaker of your school suddenly passes from the living to the dead, yet you still receive messages from him from beyond the grave? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802. Or writing at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown, and quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. And of course, email your uh, audio file if you got that. You can send it to Tony at realghoststoriesonline.com if you like the program. Keep us on the air. Become a supporter of the show. You sign up to do that at ghostpodcast.com. Or if you prefer Patreon, patreon.com slash real ghost stories. To sign up, five bucks a month gets you access to our EPP bonus episodes. We release brand new ones every single week exclusively for supporters or EPPs, as we call them. You also get advanced episodes of the show weeks before they're released to the public. You get our archive. You get uh, our ebook, our audiobook. The list goes on and on of stuff. I forget every week how much there is of extras as a thank you for supporting the program. Best part for you, it's only five bucks a month. Uh, and that's what helps fund the show and keeps it on the air. Uh, you can get one month free if you do the annual membership. So there's an even other way that you can support the show and keep us on the air. Tony and Harper uh, Brewski joining you on today's episode of the program. And how are you this fine day? I'm doing great. I'm really glad that my new show, Cautionary Tales with Harper, mm-hmm. is finally out. It is out. It is live, and you can download it wherever you download podcasts. Yeah, I've downloaded it myself. I'm. That's good. So you've been sitting there binging, listening to your show. 
and your show. Yeah, well, that's good. So you too can do the same. Uh, we got about, uh, there's about six episodes out now by the time this airs. New ones every single week. Just search Cautionary Tales with Harper and press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. We have a new cautionary tale for you every single week. We tackle things uh, from from mysteries to, you know, everyday things like one of the episodes is about thumb sucking and 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 the repercussions that could possibly happen with yeah and and dangerous foods yeah all different things new ones every single week right after we're done with this uh, episode recording here we're going to be recording another episode of that and we're going to be talking about um uh, how to survive in the wild west yeah so the cautionary tales of what life was like back then we tackle different areas every single week and uh, Harper hosted. I'm her co-host on the show, um, and it's really fun. So if, if you like listening to the episodes that she's on here of Real Ghost Stories Online, please, please do go and uh, press subscribe to Cautionary Tales with Harper and uh, leave her a review there on Apple Podcasts. We and she, of course, greatly appreciates that. It helps us uh, get that one off the ground uh, as she uh, she launches her her own show at the age of eight. So what do you think of that now, Dad? <laughs> well, you beat me. I started when I was 14 in commercial radio, although I will say this. I was certainly playing radio station at eight. I just podcasting the Internet. None of that existed. Had that existed, I'd probably be doing the same thing. You, But you have the uh, the ability now to get an audience, uh, which I did not at that time. So that's pretty darn cool. And I'm, I'm very excited for you. And I think it's awesome that uh, that you're you're, you're following in, in my footsteps. I think that's really neat. And I'm glad you genuinely love doing this. In fact, the other day um, when it came out, I was literally happy crying. Yeah, you were. You were. So guys, gals, whoever's listening, pets. Your cat has access to an iPhone, whatever. <laughs> Press subscribe over there. Cautionary Tales with Harper. It's real fun. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. And a little bit later in the show, too, we're going to talk about uh, a kind of a ghostly experience that we had uh, over the weekend. You may have heard me talking about it on a previous episode uh, actually, no, you probably haven't because those ones haven't aired yet. So you'll get to hear it firsthand um, in just a few moments here. Unless you're an EPP, then you might have heard it already. But um, we'll talk about that shortly. Let's get our first story today. It says, when I was in middle school, there was a troublemaking kid. Everyone knew because he was always in trouble. He literally had his own table at the lunchtime area because if not, he would pick on kids and start food fights. I'd see him and as soon as he would get loud, it was here uh, we would go again. Another fight is about to start. During my freshman year in high school, most of my friends and I used to have six-period PE because we used to play sports. And one day, this kid comes and asks us if he can walk in the field with us. One of my friends knew him and goes, of course, you look so familiar. And I asked him what middle school he went to. As soon as he said the middle school's name, I knew who he was. I told him, you're the troublemaking kid that always sat alone, right? He laughed and said, yeah, but that he used to be like that because no one understood him. Turns out he was going through a rough time, and the only way he knew how to deal with it was to lash out and stay in trouble to cope with it. His mom was sick terminally, and he did not know how to deal with it at the time. He hung out with our group for the sixth period for the rest of the year. But by that summer, I noticed he would wear a beanie every day, even though it was not, even though it was hot. I never made a comment about it, but I did notice. We went on summer break, and when we went back to school in September, I noticed he would not come around us as much anymore. Since he was a year older than the rest of us, I assumed he was just busy. 
Every day when I would be on my way to the six-period PE class, I would see him sitting on the lunch table, and he would always wave and smile. I was used to seeing him every day, and sometimes we'd walk home together after school. But something in him was different. I just could not figure it out. December came and we went on our winter break that year. The holidays were right in the middle of the week, so we actually got an extra week off for winter break. And the night before we went back to school, I had a dream with him in it. He came to me and told me he was leaving. And I kept asking him, where are you going? He just said he was going to see his mom and he wanted me to know it was going to be okay and not to worry. When I woke up the next morning, I had tears in my eyes, but I made myself get up and go to school. I did not know why I felt such sorrow, but I got a grip and went on with my day. It was in my third period class and suddenly the principal went on the intercom to let us know my friend had died that morning. I swear what that principal said was not making any sense to my brain. Then when I reacted, I knew exactly what the dream meant and what the news I was hearing was about. It was so hard breaking that he did not tell any of us what was going on with him. He had a brain tumor and he knew the risks he was taking to try and remove it. He never made it off the surgical table. At that moment, I knew why he would wear a beanie every day after that. I promised I would name my firstborn son after him. And fast forward to 2008, I find out I'm pregnant, and the doctor tells us that my due date was going to be October 15th. I almost fainted because October 15th was my friend's birthday. On October 11th of that year, I had my baby boy, and Jonathan is his middle name, since his dad would not allow me to use it as a first name. But I did use it anyway in honor of my friend. My son reminds me of my friend in some ways. He differentially has a sarcastic sense of humor. And ever since he was a baby, he likes wearing beanies. Hope this makes it into the podcast. I have a few other stories, but I'll write in with those at some other time. Thank you for reading my story. Okay. Well, that's another story where like a ghost can go into someone's dream, but it's not a ghost yet. He died that morning, not at night. Mm-hmm. It's it it's almost showing that the living seem to have the ability to haunt or to give messages or communicate in some way, shape, or form with the living, uh, almost to be a ghost while you are alive, um, and and somehow telepathically communicate or somehow uh, give messages to those around you prior to your own death. And it, it may, there's no way to answer the question of, well, was he aware that he was able to give that message to his friend? Because he then passed away before that question could ever be asked. But you have to wonder if, you know, when he was on the surgical table and that was going on, that, you know, maybe he was still breathing and technically alive, but his body had known he's not going to survive. And... His, his soul, whatever you want to call it, his consciousness, had had already left and he had moved on. I've heard of that many a times before, too, where people who are in um, like a horrible accident or something. And we have machines and hospitals and such that can keep your body living, even though there's going to be no chance of your brain ever recovering and coming back from something. Um, and they'll keep them alive sometimes for longer periods of time than otherwise they would be because maybe they wanted to donate their uh, their organs to um, to someone else for a transplant. And the soonest that the, the doctors are able to to get those organs out, it sounds horrible, but it's called 
harvesting of organs. Um, but the sooner, um, the soonest that someone maybe can can get the those organs out is going to be on Thursday. But the person could technically die on Tuesday. Um, the machines can keep the heart going so the body doesn't, for lack of a better term, spoil um, because the the stuff needs to be ready to go so it can be transplanted into somebody else quickly and and save their life. Um, I've heard of many stories where in that time window between the person really being dead and the machines completely taking over everything of the ghost of those individuals reaching out to their loved ones where it's really that person has already passed but and and, and their their soul has moved on their their consciousness has moved on a machine is keeping the blood flowing and the oxygen moving and things like that but for all intents and purposes their their consciousness has already moved um and and them coming to people that way I, that could have been the case in this story too well, I just learned something new. <laughs> well, that's that's the point. You'll learn a lot of new things on the show, and then eventually it'll be like, you'll be shocked when you hear something new, because that's where I'm at now. Uh, <laughs> after doing this show for all these years, um, it's exciting, but every once in a while, I do get a story where I'm like, I haven't heard that before, but it's rare. But it happens, and, and you're at the beginning of your journey on this. Um, this is actually episode number 19 for you. Uh, of doing the show. Um, and I'm at like 1,000 something uh, episodes, but you'll get there. You will get there, especially when I eventually kick it and I uh, I haunt you and uh, I co host the show through a Ouija board. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> or, or EVPs or something like that. Uh, <laughs> so. You know, um, you're the, the way that you get like rare episodes that you haven't heard. Mm hmm. Um, before it's it's your version of a rare LOL doll. I guess so. That that that's that's the analogy that you're gonna make of because uh, LOL dolls are a big thing to you right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I guess so. I guess you're right. Eight five five eight five three forty eight zero two is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to a caller. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Yes. Um. I guess you can call me. Um, truth. Um, and my story starts when I was in sixth grade. Um, trying to make a long story short. Um, I've always had bad vision, so I have had glasses, um, since I was five. I had a waterbed at the time. And so my glasses, when I would go to sleep, would sit in the middle where my mirror was. Well, one night I was sleeping and in my dream, I was in a deep sleep. My dog was barking viciously. Um, at the time, I did have a white poodle named Rocky. Um, this was in the 80s. I was born in 75. Um, and he would lay on the top of the stairs as a way of protecting us. Well, if I was laying on my right side, I could see down the, the first flight of stairs to where the landing was and there was a window there. So I was sleeping, my dog in my dream was barking viciously. Well, it woke me up 
and my dog actually was barking on all fours, standing up, barking viciously. I was looking down. I was looking at him because he was on the top of the stairs, and I saw this black shadow figure. Um, I can still see it now. It, I could not see facial features, and I could not see through him. He was that black. Um, I could not see feet, but I could make out, like, the outline of a body. Um, and I call it a he because that's what it felt like to me. I also felt like he was studying me. He was there studying me. He was... If my dog wasn't there, he would have probably got to me. Um, why? I don't know. But that is the beginning of why my my fascination for the paranormal and the unknown, um, metaphysical, philosophy, uh, everything, uh, religions have fascinated me. And I have always been looking for answers because... Nobody, when when I woke up the next morning and told my mom, she didn't believe me. Um, so I just kind of kept it to myself. I had no answers. Um, and I thought time and time again throughout the years, was did that really happen? Well, what happened is as fast as I saw this thing and we looked at each other, I grabbed over to the left in the middle of where my mirror was of my waterbed to grab my glasses. And as fast as I went to go grab my glasses, put them on and look back over, it was gone. And my dog just immediately stopped barking, just immediately, and just sat down on the top of the stairs. Hit my dog Rocky's head was still up and he was still alert but he had quit barking and was sitting from all from standing on all fours and the thing about this that I know to be true is it was not somebody it was because our we lived in an old house in the Quad Cities. Um, every single stair had a creek to it. There was absolutely no creek. This whatever black shadow figure, it was not human. It did not creep back down the stairs. It did not run down the stairs. As fast as it was there, it was gone. But one thing I can tell you is it was there to study me and why um i don't know i was in sixth grade i was going through a lot to be so young but i would really like to have answers on this um if you ever want to talk more about this my and we don't give out the numbers. Uh, but what I I think I'm going to start up by saying 
I know you've kind of definitively in your mind gone down the path of this was not human. I, I don't know how you can say that really definitively, quite honestly. And that's just my opinion based on hearing tens of thousands of ghost stories describing similar things of which you're describing. Um, so that's where I'm coming from on it. Uh, obviously, I don't have a definitive answer as to what it was, but I, I also don't feel you can definitively say um, that it was not at one time human. What you're When you see a, a shadow person, it doesn't immediately mean it's something negative by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, that's the preconceived notion a lot of us come to when you're that age and you see a shadow person. Yeah, I'd be freaking out too. I'd be thinking it was something dark and evil and scary and all that. So to have those emotions run through your mind and to kind of have that, that, you know, repeated to yourself over and over, this was not human. I get how you get there, but I really don't think you can honestly, you know, based on the evidence that we've seen over the years of so many stories say it was not human. I honestly, the fact that you said it was standing there studying you, I would say take a moment and and take a look at, um, at, at the perspective of what you just described there. You said it's standing there studying you. What also may be standing over a child and, and keeping watch over it? A loved one someone who cares about the person, someone who has passed on, who may be curious about their their ancestors into the future, their grandchildren or, or whatever the extension may be. It may have been a protective spirit that to you, you saw it as something shadow-like and, and rightfully so, kind of scary, but it may not have had that intent whatsoever. It may have simply just been there and been standing at watch uh, as I think we, we have those things around us you happen to pick up on it, but I, I don't know necessarily that it was something negative and evil or anything like that uh, based on everything else you told me, uh, or at least that I picked up on. If I missed something, I'm sorry, but I, I don't know that it's necessarily something that uh, is uh, or or was not human at one point in time, I should say. Um, I think it very well could have been. What do you think? Yeah. I think it could have been human, and I think it could have just been a loved one that was just trying to keep watch and make sure that you were safe. Yeah. Because there could have been something else that wasn't that shadow person. I think if it was something darker and scarier and had more of an ill intent, I think there would be more to the story than what she just told. Yeah. I think it would have gotten a lot darker and she would have been saying, feeling and sensing evil and darkness. And I think more would have happened. So that's, that's my opinion on it. Um, you know, that's just where, like I said, this, this nobody has a, a sure answer to any of, of this, but, um, if you're asking based on my experiences of, of what I've heard over the years, that's, that's where I would go. And that's what I would say, I think was happening um, to you back then, but you're right to be, you know, to be cautious and to be scared and to have all those feelings. Um, I just think sometimes, um, especially when we look back on, on ghostly situations from many, many years ago, before I think the, the verbalization of all these encounters was really out there. You had some books at the library and, and maybe a couple episodes of unsolved mysteries, if that at, depending on the point in time we're talking about, but there, there wasn't as, as much openness about it and people sharing their experiences to commiserate and say, okay, maybe all this isn't so negative. Maybe it's just, it is scary, but not necessarily something bad. So that's, that's where I would go with that. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. So 
Over the weekend, uh, we went uh, for a walk. You, uh, me, and your older sister. Yep. And we uh, went to uh, one of our favorite places. You've heard us talk about it many times, the Prairie Grove Battlefield, uh, where roughly 2,500 people died during the Civil War. Not exactly, uh, you know, you think of as a happy place, but it is remarkably a peaceful place uh, and, and very beautiful. Lots of trees. Fall is starting, all of that. And uh, you and your sister had your your cameras out and uh, you were taking pictures and video and your sister took a video uh, underneath uh, the schoolhouse that was there, kind of in the crawl space. There was a little opening that you could you could fit a, a lens through and you saw the video, right? Yeah. Livy caught some shadow people on camera. <laughs> I like how just matter of fact you are answering. <laughs> yeah, she got some shadow people just like. Yeah, she caught a squirrel. You know, it's just—it's like, yep. It's just so it, it like indoctrinated into you. Like, yep, she caught that. What, what what were your thoughts on that? Did you have any feelings or anything at the time, or were you surprised to see that that showed up on camera? I was surprised to see that actually showed up on camera. No, no, you didn't get any like weirdness around there because I know you're you're somewhat sensitive. But did you have any feelings or anything around those buildings? No. No, it just kind of kind of caught you by surprise. The only the only way that I could have like caught something like um that I would know if it was good or bad <laughs> or if I could even feel if it if it was like a human spirit. So what exactly do you think it was? Do you think it was two different things that went by cuz it almost looked like that on on the camera or was it all part of one thing that kind of moved by and, you know, had two parts to it. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It wasn't distinctly shaped uh, from what we could see in the, the camera. It looked like it was fairly close to the camera. But um, if you want to see what video we're talking about, it, it is on our social media pages uh, at uh, Real Ghost Stories Online. I know it's on Facebook. I believe it's on our Instagram as well. Uh, it was posted on the 4th of October. So if you uh, want to do a little scrolling back to see it, um, I put it up there in uh, regular speed. I put it up there in slow motion. I put it up there in infrared. And uh, it is, it is, I think, one of the, the most interesting videos that I think any of us have, have gotten uh, of, of anything um, in terms of uh, something paranormal. Does it make you want to go and, and capture more when you see that that, that was captured? Is it, does it make you want to do more of that? Or does it make you just want to talk more about these things in a studio? What, when, for you personally, how does that make you feel seeing that we had a firsthand experience there where one of the three of us picked up something on our cameras that we can't explain? I think I kind of want to do more of that. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Why, why is that? What, what's your curiosity with it? What, do you, what, what would your goal be of doing more of that? Like, if we could be able to, like, interact with that, not, not like, have it, like, attached to us mm -hmm. and have, like, accidentally come home with it, but just, like, ask some friendly questions. So like, you're, you're interested in getting out there and actually doing investigating. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I feel like this is going to be a YouTube series soon? Because it is. <laughs> And um, and honestly, that's as far as that conversation has gone as to what you just heard right there. Um, but um, stay tuned. I think uh, there may be some some interesting things to come with uh, the three of us going to haunted locations and doing some funny thing 
funny things at fast food restaurants. <laughs> no, I, I don't think we're going <laughs> to prank people in the drive-thru. I, I think it's more so about uh, capturing some interesting things on camera when we're out there. It could be interesting. It could be fun. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's go to another caller and hear another ghost story. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. I actually have two different stories. One, uh, I'll call back with the other one at a later date. Um, but the first story happens when I was like nine years old. I was uh, in foster care and I just moved into a new home, new, a new home and a new home setting with new foster parents. And they had given me uh, for my birthday, which was two weeks prior, um, a few different items. One of them was one of those static globe things where if you put your finger on it, the static electricity will follow you that's showing inside and follow you. Or if you put your hand, the whole thing will go up and follow you. Um, I actually um, used that as my nightlight for a few nights. And the house that I was in was very, very old. And according to my foster parents, it was a house that, they've, that the family has owned for um, several um, several uh, generations of family. So uh, one night... Um, one night after being there for about a week, I was um, pretty much all the way asleep. But something, the, the bad, uh, something, the lighting in the room was weird, and it kept flickering. Um, and I couldn't tell if I was dreaming or not. And I winded up opening my eyes. I knew I was awake because I felt a little bit of a static electricity in my arm, like numbness in my arm, uh, that tingly feeling that you get when you've been sitting on your hands or something like that. That's what I mean by the, the numbness. And I saw what appeared to be uh, a finger or something hold, uh, tracking along the static, the, the static, on the static globe. Whatever was touching it, was, the static was following. Then I also saw uh, a whole hand get on the one and the pressure the, the tingly feeling on my arm was really really bad was really really intense at that point uh, and then uh, it, the whole hand would go away and there's no my room is very small um, so I immediately hit the uh, lamp light that I had to see once to, once to see what was causing my finger, what was causing the whole situation. And the moment I hit the light, everything went away. Uh, there was nobody there, nobody in my room. The static globe actually uh, went back to its normal state, which is just going firing off everywhere. Yeah. And I, there's just nobody there. Uh, nobody, not a single, nothing, just absolutely nothing there. Uh, when I asked my foster parents the next day what, uh, exactly what kind of, uh, when I told my foster parents about what, what it had happened, uh, my foster parents kind of just looked at each other knowingly and said that, uh, that's, uh, Probably one of the many go one of the many spirits that inhabit this house. 
Um, and I was like, spirit. And this is when I <clears throat> got taught that this happened to my foster parents were African American. And I'm like, um, it turns out that the house was part of the uh, Underground Railroad, and several people died. In the- and that's where the uh, the phone call cuts up. But I think we got the gist of it of the uh, the house being part of the Underground Railroad, and uh, notoriously the Underground Railroad. Uh, if you're not aware, it's not literally a railroad. It's not a, there's no rail line or trains or anything. It was a series of, of hidden tunnels and such uh, and, and and passageways and, and paths and, and ways of of uh, freeing uh, African-Americans uh, uh, and, and getting them out of the custody of slave owners and such uh, at that point in history. Um, but uh, it spreads throughout the entire country and different towns have different versions of Underground Railroad and all that. I, my first radio station that I worked at had part of the Underground Railroad in the basement. Uh, and it was quite interesting to go down there and, and see what was left of it. And it, it tra- went all around the, uh, the, the town, um, but notoriously very haunted uh, as well. So I'm not at all surprised uh, that, that you would have activity uh, in a home uh, that is a part of uh, such a, a piece of, of the history uh, of this country, uh, a very scary, uh, disturbing, sad part uh, of uh, of our country um, uh, back at that point in time. Thank you for sharing that uh, that story with us. Our phone number is 855-853-4802 to share your real ghost stories with us. Be sure to check out Harper's new podcast. Cautionary Tales with Harper. It is out. All you have to do is search Cautionary Tales with Harper wherever you download podcasts. Press subscribe and enjoy binging away. If you like this program, keep us on the air, become an extra podcast person, an EPP as we call them. Get all the bonus episodes, advanced episodes, audiobook, ebook, and more. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to sign up. Until next time for Harper, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.